Monday, October 16. All have sinned. Consider now Romans 3.23. Why is this message so easy for us as Christians to believe today? At the same time, what could cause some people to question the truthfulness of this text? Here it is. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Amazingly enough, some people actually challenge the idea of human sinfulness, arguing that people are basically good. The problem, however, stems from a lack of understanding of what true goodness is. People can compare themselves to someone else and feel good about themselves. After all, we can always find someone worse than ourselves to compare ourselves with. But that hardly makes us good. When we contrast ourselves to God and to the holiness and righteousness of God, none of us would come away with anything other than an overwhelming sense of self-loathing and disgust. Romans 3.23 also talks about the glory of God. The phrase has been variously interpreted. Perhaps the simplest interpretation is to give the phrase the meaning it has in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 7. He is the image of the glory of God. In Greek, the word for glory may be considered as loosely equivalent to the word for image. Sin has marred the image of God in humans. Sinful humans fall far short of reflecting the image or the glory of God. Consider now Romans 3, verses 10 through 18. Has anything changed today? Which of those depictions best describes you? or what you would be like were it not for Christ in your life. Here's the text. There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they have practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. As bad as we are, our situation is not hopeless. The first step is that we acknowledge our utter sinfulness and also our helplessness in and of ourselves to do anything about it. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to bring about such conviction. If the sinner does not resist him, the Spirit will lead the sinner to tear away the mask of self-defense, pretense, and self-justification, and to cast himself or herself upon Christ, pleading his mercy, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. When was the last time you took a good, hard, cold look at yourself, your motives, your deeds, your feelings? This can be a very distressing experience, can't it? What is your only hope? 